2: Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. See that
3: girl at the next table? Let's figure out everything she's ever done or said. It's one more thing.
0: Armstrong and Getty.
3: One more thing.
0: Man, I want to hear And and where she lives right uh, now. I want to hear what that is. But first, this biggest story in the NFL, the National Football League, which is the number one television show in America. I don't watch anymore as a uh, grown-up responsibilities, kids, whatnot. But, man, when I was younger, uh, I'd watch three games on a Sunday, or most of three games. The early, late in the nighttime, usually recovering from a hangover. That's a great way to recover from a hangover. Take in three games, order a pizza. <laughs> Good times. Good times. What a waste of time. I was talking about this. Somebody said the other we we got on the conversation of what would you tell yourself if you could go back to like 18 year old you? I mean, we we're just talking. It was it was on the topic of, uh, you know, youth is wasted on the young and just that sort of thing.
3: Well, There's well, going to be a computer company called Apple. Buy the stock.
0: <laughs> well, that'd be a pretty good one. That Actually, that might be the only sort of thing that would be worth telling the young. Because all the knowledge about life and aging and all that sort of stuff is out there if you want it. And you probably have heard it. I heard it, too. You just, you're just like, whatever. I'm never going to be old. So good for you. Um, it's right. just, I'm not sure. I mean, I suppose... Yep. If a time machine brought back an older me and I was convinced it was me, it might make some impact as opposed to just uh, the writings of some Greek philosopher. But uh, the one thing I would want to say to me is it goes, it goes by really fast. Yeah. Try not to waste so much time. Those Sundays where you watch most of three NFL games, someday you'll think that's awful. Just Pick two of them. Awful. <laughs> and not only is it an awful waste of time and you get whatever it is, 36,000 days on this planet on average or something like that. Um, not only is it an awful waste of time, you're at the peak of your physical and mental, fit, mental fitness when you can do anything. You can do anything. And right. you're laying on the couch watching TV. <laughs> it's just so horrifying to me.
3: You know, it's funny, I was thinking about, uh, you know, living life to the fullest and whether I ought to do something or not bother doing it. Skydiving! No. Uh, uh, For some weird reason, I was reminded of what are allegedly the last words of the great David Cassidy. Right. Who said, so much wasted time. That's devastating.
0: He was a drunk like myself. I think drunks maybe waste more time than the average person. I don't know. Maybe not. But uh, Mm, I don't know. Anyway, moving back to the NFL. So last night, biggest story, maybe end up being of the year, the four-time league MVP who'd gone from Green Bay to New York. The Jets, Aaron Rodgers, gets hurt on the fourth play of the game. Oh, my God. The buildup for this whole thing. They put it on Monday Night Football. I mean, the buildup couldn't have been bigger.
3: Well, and again, it was 9-11. And he uh, he enters the stadium, running out under a spotlight, leading the team with an a Amer- big American flag in his hands. And the crowd goes berserk. It's 9-11. It's New York. It's our new star. It's the new season. We're all together. This is amazing. And two minutes later, bah.
0: yeah, it ends up being a season-ending, maybe career-ending injury as he fully tore his Achilles. But... I um I don't watch the Manning telecast. I've never seen it where Peyton and his brother sit there and watch TV. Eli, and he, to- he
3: has a name, Eli Manning. He won a Super Bowl. Yes, you're not mm, much of a football he won, fan.
0: He won two Super Bowls, I
3: believe. Did he? Um, oh, yeah. There you go. I'll, 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 well, take that, Joe. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, they sit around and talk about the game, and this is what it's like for them uh, while they're watching it live.
1: There's a sack. Again, I think. You know, is he limping? Is he limping? Buffalo's Would not been a scared. No. He's gra- oh, he's he's down. He's down. No. It's his ankle. Ooh. Holy a whole lot. Holy, holy. Who is the backup? Richard Todd or Ken O'Brien? <laughs> It's hey, it's uh Wilson, their,
2: their Wilson first still round. plays? Yeah. There?
1: Yes, he's still there. He's the first first round pick last year. He I, still, didn't, I didn't know had they had any it. other quarterback besides Aaron Rodgers. That's the only quarterback I thought they had on the entire roster.
0: That is uh that is something. You're done, man. Sorry. Didn't work out. I mean, it was exciting there for a while. The whole you're going to the Broadway plays and going to all the cool restaurants and being the toast of the city. Go back That's the worst to Wisconsin. Thing about-
3: Worst thing about being an NFL fan, one play, season's completely altered.
0: Of course, uh, Aaron Rodgers is actually from, went to Chico State, right? Uh, correct. Yeah. Northern California yeah. guy. 49ers mm. passed on him. Wanted to play for the 49ers. They had a chance to draft him, but they they chose not to.
3: Son of a... Uh, of course, the 49ers quarterback, as we get very sportsy, it was the last guy taken in the draft, and he's one of the great stars in the league now. So it's it's tough.
0: Just goes to show you.
3: Tough to know. It does. A little perspective there, huh? Anyway, protect your Achilles. Without it, you're, you're going to be
1: unhappy. That's the takeaway here. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics,
2: Rappaport's reality, the reality a of bit. us. We're a figuring bit.
3: out. And <laughs> if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh.
2: It, it would have been, Ooh, a, would have the been podcast juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport on the
3: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Um. So I came across this account in the New York Times about facial recognition software and how it was developed and... Silicon Valley by a couple of different companies using a couple of different technologies. But what's really interesting, and this is a rare uh, example of restraint, is that they realized pretty quickly how dangerous it can be. Oh, my God. Yeah. And they didn't know and still don't know how dangerous exactly. Now, oppressive regimes like China use the hell out of it.
0: Yeah, I've, I've always thought in terms of the government. Uh, the way they'll be able to use it. But I'd never thought about individual humans using it.
3: Yeah, and it's remarkable because they talk about when they were ready to unveil it uh, internally, they had a bunch of the bigwigs come into a, uh, a meeting, and this guy was wearing, I think it was a hat with a lens on it, and it was kind of Cyclopsian and silly. But as he looked at people, a robotic female voice declared, Zach Howard. And then he would turn and look at somebody else and the voice would declare Jim Smith and then Ellen Morgan. And everybody like got quiet and like was thinking, oh, my, I've heard about this and here it is. And then they move to, in recent years, you've got a couple of startups, one called Clearview AI and one called PimEyes, and they've pushed the boundaries of what the public thought was possible by releasing face search engines paired with millions and millions of photos from, uh, well, that's actually billions in the case of Clearview, of photos from the web with these tools available to the police in the case of Clearview AI and the public at large in the case of PimEyes, a snapshot of someone can be used to find other online photos where that face appears, potentially revealing a name, social media profiles, addresses, phone numbers, or information that a person would never want to be linked to publicly, such as risque photos.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean, I've already heard of you use the example of at the beginning of this, of look at that girl over there. Let's find out everything about her. Um, I already know women. Who, I've heard women complain about. All some creep needs to get is your name. And, man, now he's got your address. He, he can figure out what your phone number is. Maybe what car you drive. All kinds of different stuff. Well, man, you add to that the face and then all the... Wow. That is something. You know, uh,
3: my... Uh Good friends of ours just had a grandbaby and the little girl was born on grandpa's birthday. Oh. That at least that's what my wife thought. And so she texts me, uh, Hey, is it Rob's birthday today? And I texted back, I'm a guy, we don't know these things. Right. But I said give me shouldn't. All well, right. Um and then uh, I I just googled his name and and I know this is old hat again, but just Tons and tons of information came up, present address, former address, relatives, you know, professional associations, the rest of it.
0: Yeah. If you've, if you've got a LinkedIn, I don't have a LinkedIn, but anybody's got a LinkedIn. There's every place you've ever worked for how long? Do you right. want and that then- out there?
3: Again, so there's a girl at the table next door. They're next table at a restaurant. I think she's good looking. I take a clandestine little picture of her, which is very creepy. Um, But I run that through one of these face search engines. It comes up with her face tied to her LinkedIn profile, which clearly has her name, which then opens the door to everything, including her current address and phone number. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the sickos of
0: the world, man, that's, that's too easy. You can use your this is horrible voice if you want, but it's that there's no stopping this. That's just the way it's going to be for everybody going forward. It's just the way life's going to be.
3: So what do you do? You get a Tommy gun, a German shepherd, and and, and, and fortify your entrances? And uh...
0: I wonder if uh, unintended consequences. I wonder if the un- unintended consequence of all this stuff is eventually going to be we don't shoot off our mouth about every subject in the world on social media and put everything out there. Because too often it comes back to hurt us, so that era ends which wouldn't be you know that's
3: yeah that's a little sweet spot that i think we would pass through in about three and a half minutes to maybe we don't say we disagree with the government because they say COVID Uh disinformation is reason to ruin someone's career and you know
0: wow you could you could see i can see this happening the reverse some girls are at a table Ooh, look at that cute guy i like his jacket Take a picture of and look up. Oh no, he voted for Trump. Oh, look at this—he doesn't believe in vaccinations. Yeah. just by getting your picture.
3: Well, hot chicks taking a pass on me would be nothing new. So uh, I—I'm just picturing, uh, you know, if you got a little torqued off here, a couple drinks in, said something semi-extreme on Twitter, and some activist government. Uh, you remember, remember that chick who uh, she was going to head up the office of disinformation. I can't remember her name. It doesn't matter. Oh, right. Yeah, that activist girl who sang that song about Doa Deer or whatever it was about misinformation. Um, (laughs) Some activist government official like that thinking, you know, in my official capacity, I can't really do anything. But his company should know what he's been saying. Right. Because that sort of thing already happens. And so there you are, you are I don't know, you're at a demonstration, you yell something, and somebody thinks, oh yeah, they take your picture, your career's over that afternoon, thanks to this facial recognition software. Although, again, you've accused me of using my, what'd you say, this is terrible voice? It's my usual voice, I think, but um, you're right, it's here, it's absolutely here. Do we adjust in healthy ways or in horrible dystopian ways?
0: (laughs) I hate to make this all about the one example of if you're a hot chick, but... God, you might not be able to show your face as an attractive woman. Every every crazy dude in the bar now knows your name, address, and phone number. Right. I mean, it used to be. I mean, I knew. I knew because I ran around to the single crowd bar stuff like that, giving out your phone number. You were very careful. Your digits, as they called them. I don't give my digits to anybody unless it's an extreme sort. Yeah. Well, now, good luck with that. They got your name, address, and phone number. Every dude in this bar. Right. Who found you attractive, which, which, which with some women would be every guy in the bar, has your name, phone number, and address. Yeah. How do you like that?
3: Probably the make of your car as well. They wander oh, out to the parking lot. Yeah,
0: That's uh, a crazy new world.
3: Well, and if you give them the old fake number, uh, you know, head fake, they'll call you on it in real time.
0: That's not this your isn't number. This is your number. I've got your number right here on my phone. Yeah, I'm going to meet you at the door at uh, 621 B Street. And talk Boy. to you about this. Wow. So women will
3: have to go with the hijab.
0: Nice. Yeah. Yeah. The beekeeper. The wow. Seriously. How would you deal with that?
3: I I don't know. Women are going to know within a couple of years, which is really dystopian and kind of blade runnery for my tastes. And I'm not a hot chick.
0: Yet. Today right cuz
3: if i c- declare i'm a woman that makes me a woman
0: right i'm not sure you'd, the hot part's going to be harder to overcome but
3: you get a lot of work
0: yeah a lot of
3: work and like the best guys
0: i saw, yeah. I saw a seinfeld thing the other day of one of his uh, comedians cards with coffee said you know why there's chairs at the makeup counter it's cuz for some people they say all right sit down this is this is going to be a job <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, it's unkind. <laughs> that is
0: unkind. <laughs> that's terrible. I'm, I'm not laughing.
2: You know, back in the day when I was single, I'd get a lot of eight hundred numbers, which I always thought was kind of suspicious. But the thing that really sucked is when I'd get the nine hundred numbers and I'd call them and I'd get a bill mm. in the mail. You know, a month later.
3: That is discouraging for a young man. It
2: was discouraging.
0: <laughs> I got this girl's number and it's a nine hundred number.
2: <laughs> yeah, it would cost me forty nine ninety five. Oh, that's terrible. Anyway, well.